What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the house. <laughs> with the decaf coffee today. With the decaf coffee. So Josh just uh, made me a coffee and... Uh, Cafefe. Yeah, Cafefe, and uh, unfortunately it's decaf. You know, it's nice to sip on something, but as we were talking about in the last Mailbox Monday, trying to get that... Um, caffeine intake down and you know I really don't notice a difference right now some days it hits harder than others but it's one of uh, my small challenges one of small uh, Josh's small challenges and gotta make it happen yeah so for me I'm not trying to peel it down to zero but I'm just trying to limit it you know to about 300 milligrams a day the recommended dose you know kind of from the FDA is around 400 so I find 300 is about as much as I need to be optimal you know feeling good obviously coffee has you know a lot of health benefits to it as well it's more so for me just knowing am I in control of it or is it in control of me and what's an interesting conversation is I, I said Kyle I remember Kyle used to hate coffee and I used to kind of get him to drink it yeah. and now here he is and I feel like that's everyone I don't think anyone naturally sips the coffee and goes wow I love this you know this tastes so good this is exactly what I wanted I don't think that's anyone you have to kind of learn to love it um and he was kind of saying he wishes he never got into it and I mean I kind of feel that like at first I'm like eh, I like it you know coffee's so tasty it's fun it's a nice little pick me up in the day but like he said like he doesn't like that he's relying on it he kind of switches he went through his day and he didn't care and I can kind of get behind that yeah I uh I mean it is what it is but it's just that like when you um one thing I'm actually doing is right now I'm down to 150 milligrams for the entire week, and it's because I got a, like a little power. Wait for the thing. week? Yeah, right. No, I'm sorry, like each day, like for the past week and a half. I was gonna yeah, say that would be insane. There's zero. That's like not even one. That'd small be like a Starbucks. piece of dark chocolate. But uh, it's because um, I found that pre-workouts when I have like the most intense scoop, like 300 milligrams, like I wouldn't feel it much. So we have the powerlifting competition. It'll have taken place by now when this is out. Um, but it's on Saturday. We're filming this on Wednesday. So I want to like take some scoops of pre-workout. I want to actually feel it. I want to have some effect. And uh, that's kind of what, you know, if I was just going about my regular day the way I used to, I don't think I'd be able to, you know, safely have as much as I want to be able to give me the benefits I need for the meat. So yeah, random side tangent. We love caffeine. We love coffee. But, you know, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's why I do wish we had some kind of way to engage because it'd be fun, you know, like I'd love to, you know, have something come up, say, in the podcast app saying, you know, do you wish you never had coffee? Because I'd yeah. be curious to see what people said. But that's one issue with podcasts. I'm sure that'll be addressed eventually, but it's very limiting in how you can engage with us. And, you know, you know, sometimes we feel like we're talking to a wall. Yeah. But all the love we've got on Instagram has been amazing. So one of the best ways to really be a part of the community, and even just today I posted for more questions for Mailbox Monday, and everyone's coming in clutch. Um, so go to our Instagram, at ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. You know, if you want, just pause it, kind of go over there real quick, hit us up with a follow. You know, always feel free to shoot us a message. You know, if you have any questions about anything, let us know. If you're interested in coaching, you know, if there's a question that's on your mind about fitness, if there's something we said that you'd like us to expand upon, you know, you're always always welcome to reach out there and we'll definitely send some love back your way so that's instagram at colossus fit all right let's get right into quotes kyle what's your quote my quote is if you think lifting is dangerous try being weak being weak is dangerous and this um where when i found it online it said it was from brett Contreras. i'm not sure exactly if he was the one who had said that you know i think i've heard it many times but the reason i wanted to bring this up is because you know if you're listening to this podcast you know how important um strength training is to us and we firmly believe that everyone should be doing it you know I've been engaging in a couple conversations here and there where sometimes people 
like are talking about how many times they've like been injured from lifting or just like, you know, the fact that they don't think they need it. And just like, I always go back to the fact that I believe you truly have to be doing weightlifting. You don't have to do it to the point where you're deadlifting four or 500 pounds a week, like to the point that we're doing it. But I do believe that one of the most important things you can do for just longevity and uh, overall health. And like, there's just, I could literally sit here and talk about the benefits for days, but you know, if you don't have it in your routine, you got to add it in. And you know, instead of being weak, you got to be strong uh, just to have like overall healthy, like muscles, bones, like just overall body composition is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I have a little dad joke for you here, Kyle. Let's hear it. What does seven days without training make someone? Weak. <laughs> yep. We post that on our Twitter all the time. Did we? Yeah, we yeah, it's a good one. Seven days without training oh, will make oh. one weak. I was <laughs> it's a real knee slap. I was actually I can I, see everyone shaking their heads right now. Wow. I was like just truly thinking like weak, like as in like I wasn't I was like thinking W-E-A-K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, then, right? yeah. but think about it. It'll make you weak. So, okay, you kind of got it right. It's yeah. <laughs> but it's funny though. A lot of people think like, you know, like um, clients as well. They're like, oh, I'm going away for a week. Like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm going to lose all this muscle mass and strength. I'm like, okay, chill. Like, we usually, uh, as coaches, we'll kind of program the um, the, the unload week, we call it. You know, the deload mm-hmm. time to, to relax. Maybe just do what you need to do. Don't stress too much about it. And uh you definitely won't be weak at, and some people will say they come back a lot stronger which i find to be pretty common so yeah and if you're a twitter person uh we started using that again you know we post some fun stuff more than anything but you can also keep up what with what we're up to just at colossus fitness and then our youtube of course is also at colossus fitness so you know we like everyone to kind of spread around get all the great goods and you know even the amount of comments we got on our youtube videos saying wow just watching you know five of your videos has taught me more than my trainer has in a year things like that you know it really means a lot um so definitely check out all of that don't miss out on anything there and i apologize for the silly joke but <laughs> hopefully someone got a laugh out of it so my quote's a good one though um wake up determined go to bed satisfied so I thought that's pretty awesome. You know, I think how you approach the day and how you feel, once again, will really set kind of the tone for everything. So, you know, when I wake up, like I said, and if you're someone who, you know, press snooze, 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 you skip your food, like you just have that feeling where you're not satisfied and you feel like you're underwhelmed, you're not getting it. But if you can wake up and like just be fired up and ready to get at it, it's an amazing feeling. And recently we've, um, you know, gone into business for like our one part of what we do with uh, this guy, Paul, and he's just an absolute beauty. Like Kyle said he's up at 2.30 in the morning driving over to the gym we're training at now. And we're like, what the heck? He's a savage. I don't know what it is. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of the time he's not motivated 100% of the time. But to me, it looks like he is. So if he's on, he's doing an amazing job of making you believe it. And even for me, you know, like me interacting with him motivates me more. Right. So like, I think he's just such a great example of determination and motivation and focus and like just having that drive and it just that energy transfers, everyone gets fired up and, you know, to wake up determined and just be ready to do your best and then go to bed, you know, close out the day, be satisfied. You know, a lot of people believe in, um, you know, reflection, even our episode Thursday, you know, gratitude at the end of the day, you can say five things you're thankful for or proud of yourself for achieving kind of close out that day, you know, unwind and wake up for a new one. So that's my quote. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better. I remember like, um, a while ago I'd go to bed just feeling like, you know, you just have so much more left and like, there's nothing better than just jumping in knowing like you've served people, you, you're, you're actually tired. Like it's just, it's one of those things, you know, we always go back to having purpose and, you know, on the uh, episode where we talked about how important the energy levels are to have like something that you're working towards. It's like, it's like no better feeling. And, you know, we could go on for tips about all this, but you know, just even setting the night 
up the day up the night before has been something we've always done and uh there's just no better feeling so yeah uh, that was a great quote that's awesome uh so next up we have our client shout out so it's my client daniel he's done amazing things i believe we're just over 30 pounds down now which is awesome his ultimate goal has always been 165 you know normally numerical goals aren't my number one choice but you know i like it he's looking amazing he's feeling better he's playing with his kids more and he's just absolutely killing it so you can check that on instagram you'll see them there with a photo uh with his daughter with the balloon it's a pretty awesome photo and it's just amazing to see you know what people have done and how good they're looking and one of my other clients commented dilf on yeah, it that, that killed me <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so that's pretty awesome <laughs> that's pretty awesome but it's just great to see you know everyone crushing it we really like to showcase our client successes and you know thank you to everyone who took advantage of um that coaching opportunity we had going on last month and we're looking to open up some spots um you know going into mid-march here so be prepared and on the lookout for that um if you want to kind of get on the waiting list uh, for the next batch of coaching just go over to our website classfitness.com online coaching coaching and you can read all about that there kind of submit let us know what's going on and you know we're always looking to work with you know serious people who are dedicated and want to see amazing results so you know reach out and we'll get you uh you know signed up as soon as we open up more spots uh the next up we have our fun fact this is our new little thing new we're kind of doing so i'm i was kind of curious how long you could stay awake without dying apparently and apparently the wrong the longest recorded time without sleep is 11 days or 264 hours so that's pretty crazy like wow if you consider after 11 days of not sleeping, like you can pretty much just die. It shows you how powerful sleeping is and it's freaking crazy. And although they're not 100% sure by the individual how much you can do, and what I found especially crazy about this fact is after only three or four nights without sleep, you can have hallucinations, which is wild. So, you know, it shows you how important it is for you know the brain to kind of reset to get to bed to let things heal to rejuvenate um you know and i know so many people that go oh i'm fine only sleeping two or three hours it's all i need grind hustle this and that you know but i'd really encourage everyone listening to make more out of your day condense your time make the most out of the minutes you have and then get to bed rest allow yourself to recover and you know reap all the benefits of that yeah i used to watch like those motivational videos like eric thomas and stuff and just like you know um people saying that you know something about like sleeping for the week and then like all this stuff and i just remember me thinking that you know if i slept that like or or the longer that i slept the more time i was wasting and you know it was fun like when i was like 17 or 18 or just kind of like in high school just you know doing random things but you know uh, it's one of those things where like it definitely catches up to you so as i've kind of grown up i'm like you know what i do need my seven or eight hours and it's it's gone a long way it's funny though um this reminds me of the one time i think you and i both felt like we were gonna die and that was when we were getting ready for a powerlifting meet and we couldn't have any water or food for almost oh, like 24 so hours. Bad, yeah. So we did that. Like I just, cause I thought here, like it's like, oh, I, I haven't really done any all nighters in a very long time, but like a couple of years ago we had to like just go almost 24 hours without any water. And like, it was just like insane, like water and food. I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Like we'd sip on a little bit here and there, but it was just like, and that's not crazy. the best decision. We were just trying to like, lose as much as we could for fun, like really die it down and get super light. Normally we're not a fan of water cutting for powerlifting and that really sealed it. But even as coaches, we like to try, you know, everything, try different kind of skill sets and different ways of peaking this and that. So we can really advertise what's the best and recommend, you know, absolutely the best for our clients. So, but that was the worst, like in that just, you know, even water sleep, like these little things that people slip on, sleep on are so important. Okay. Let's get right into mailbox Monday here. Um, I saw this muscle and strength video earlier about Lee Haney. I forget who that is. He's like the big bodybuilder. I think right? He's just a big bodybuilder. If I were to, like, I, actually I've, I've heard of him. Yeah. He's like, 
pretty okay. well known, pretty smart. He was talking was like these younger generations training one body part per week, and he was talking about how much he didn't like it. What are your thoughts on that, and what other weekly training workouts work better? Um, so yeah, once again, people either love single body part training or they hate it. Where I like it is there's a lot more focus behind it. Um, you know, if you're only training one thing, you're really going to give it 100%. You know, whereas if you're doing full body, you know, you're not going to pay as much attention to individual muscles. And that's the downfall of that thing. So, you know, it's been proven usually that the more volume a muscle can receive, the more it can grow. Therefore, you know, doing things like push-pull legs, you know, you can run that twice in a week. Or you can go push-pull legs, push-pull. Or you can go push-pull legs, put, like full body, sorry, for four days. And, like, you can really get that density in. Not that I recommend single for everyone, but I think it's fun to try and see where you respond best. Um, we did do an extremely long episode. Well, not extremely long, but we actually did a detailed video. I think that's a better word to use here on this topic and why it's so important and you know what workout split is best for you, which we prefer. So without you know really kind of overlapping that, uh, do you have that episode handy? Um, okay, no. well, Kyle's going to pull that up. Um, I would definitely listen to that, especially if you're unsure, like, should I be doing single body parts? Should I be doing, you know, multiple? What do you think on full body? What do you think of, you know, running three leg days, two uppers? Like, we go through everything in that um, podcast, and we go through it in detail. That's why we really wanted to refer out to that one, and that one's from Joshka, uh, Joshua McKenney. Which, what would we have called it? Uh, best, work? no, we did best workout split for women, but that wouldn't be the one. Um, the complete guide to workout splits and which is best for you episode 135. Oh, you found it. Yeah. Control thir- F, command F, buddy. Yeah, I typed in workout split but for some reason eh, it should have came up. Either way, 135. That was a really good one. We literally yeah, that went was over a beauty. Everything. And uh, I mean, yeah, like listen to that if you're serious about wondering this question. Um, yeah, we could talk about it all day here, but that that's a great episode beauty what's uh and that was yeah that was from joshua what's next uh next question um so this is uh from my client holly she's been killing it uh i think her instagram's between the rounds um she's Mm, just like some some good questions yeah she's asked some great questions and um she said hey love the podcast here's my uh, question for mailbox monday i find in the weekends it's harder to stick to my calories and macros what are your thoughts on adopting a lower carb higher fat diet on weekends to help curb cravings and increase satiety? That's a great question. I want to hear what you think about it and then I'll, uh, and then I'll answer just cause uh, this is my, this is my current client. So All I want right, to see your thoughts. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really against uh, different days of the week with different schedules. I, even yeah. one of my clients recently said, Hey, I, I lost a lot of weight fasting one day of the week. Like, what do you think of that? Should I just not eat one day of the week? And I said, I'd prefer not, you know, I think if it's for religious reasons and, you know, you're using it as a term of time of discipline and, you know, kind of focusing there, that's a different thing. Um, but in terms of, you know, physique development, I just don't think it's great because, you know, even these one days with the lower fat, lower carb, all these things, manipulating these things, it, it's really tough because you're changing everything, you know, and then you're going to start craving things you shouldn't. And when you fast a whole day, the next day you're going to be starving or not going to be hungry at all, or you're going to have less energy, your workout's going to suck. Like, and it carries over and it gets really messy. Um, you know, and a lot of people do like carb cycling or they'll, you know, on the weekend, they'll have more carbs, they'll cut it from earlier in the week. And I just think it gets super kind of over the top. So instead, I'm more of a friend fan of like, you know, keeping it solid, looking at a consistent level, you can kind of eat, you know, and then on the weekend too, like if you want, or you're someone who's not overly intense into, 
you know, like you don't want to be insanely in shape. You want to be shredded beyond belief, just doing protein calorie, you know, focusing on that, allowing yourself to have a few more fun things, you know, maybe on the weekends, that's what you want. You're still hitting your protein. You're still hitting your calories. Maybe you eat really clean in the morning. You know, you get a lot of your protein out of the way and then you plan for that one fun food. You have it all programmed in there and then, you know, you just avoid the craving. So that's more my thoughts saying so I'm open to anything. If someone really thinks it will help and it's something Holly's done and has been successful with, I'm not going to say no, uh, but it is not my first choice. Yeah, definitely not my first choice. I mean, I've had like a, a few people do it just based off of like what um, what they're given like weekend situation is, but definitely like opening the doors to allowing someone to like really like potentially increase quite a bit could could set someone up for failure because like, oh, you know, I have higher calories. Okay, may as well just eat everything in sight, right? So like it depends on like how disciplined you are and how you pretty much like work it. But at the end of the day, I do find like if you're weekly calorie intake is like where it needs to be deficit wise um i'm totally okay with it i mean i'm obviously i'm going to talk to holly about this because uh, she asked it through instagram like this coming week but typically what i would probably do is just find a better way to manipulate her calories or carbs um slash fat um basically just throughout the week and evenly distribute it so by the time the weekend comes you don't really feel the need to do anything um you know kind of like different or weird and like I got another question recently about my thoughts of carb cycling um, from from one of my clients Kathy and similar to what Josh was saying like I just find it's a lot easier like the, the point of everything should be to make it pretty much as easy and sustain, sustainable as possible and when like things are just going up and down each day and you're just having to like have like 50 grams of carbs one day and then 200 the next and then 48 and then it just like it makes it so much harder to calculate to control to to manipulate and stuff and it's just a lot easier adopting like a, a lifestyle that kind of is pretty much uh, set in stone for every single day but yeah like if you go over a little bit or like you give a little bit more allowance this like throughout the weekend and then like kind of slightly lower it during the week you know as long as at the end of the week we're where we want to be like i'm totally okay but you have to kind of choose how you use it and it depends on the person i think it would work for yeah like one, one thing i said to a client of mine recently is i'm just having trained hundreds and hundreds of people over years and years i've really become a realist you know with what works and what doesn't and you know i find like really gimmicky tougher things like not that it's gimmicky, sorry, but like to, to really overwhelm yourself is just going to make it worse and you're going to become more obsessive and it's going to be tougher. You know, if you know weekends are a hard time, I find it's best to like identify those things. Like usually on Saturday, I like to eat like two donuts is something I like to do, you know, for whatever reason, it pretty much happens every Saturday without fail. I go with buddies, I'll get some from somewhere, you know, and that's something I kind of account for. So I say, hey, you know, for breakfast, I have my normal, really hearty oatmeal, protein, all that great stuff. Um, usually I'll have those, you know, kind of one before training, one after kind of fun for me. And then I'll have like a super healthy lunch, you know, then I'll have some Greek yogurt, whatever. And then I'll probably go out and do something and, you know, I'll save a ton of fats from there. I have most of my protein down. I'll save some carbs, kind of enjoy that Saturday. I know Sunday I'm pretty good. So I just kind of identify what I want, you know, which is those two donuts and probably like a cool dinner out. So I kind of leave the room for that, leave myself wiggle room and it's no issues. Like if I'm not prepared and I eat a crap breakfast and I eat seven donuts and then the days completely you know a muck and a fail so it's just being prepared keeping it consistent it goes such a long way and yeah that's what i recommend love it um this is another great question this is from emma rose fit through instagram hey i have a mailbox i have a question for mailbox monday uh this is probably a, a really dumb question but i heard a few opinions on the subject i was told not to train chess because if you do you lose your boobs question mark Thanks for the podcast. I've learned so much. And the last Mailbox Monday had me laughing so hard. 
I'm trying to remember which episode that was. Oh, that was the getting rid of stubborn arm. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a good, yeah. good time. All right, go ahead. You got this one. I mean, um, definitely, like, I think everyone should be training chest. Like, regardless, it's a muscle group, and I do not believe that that's the case at all. However, like, when it comes down to, and this is another thing we'll um, we'll talk about, uh, let me see, in a, in a coming, or, that, sorry, I just lost my train of thought, um, that you can check out is like we do believe though that like depending on especially for women like the workout split obviously is going to be a bit different for women like we're not going to have you doing as many like pressing exercises as you should like legs back all that stuff especially for women but like at the end of the day um i don't know where that myth came from but like you know training your chest is totally normal and you really should be doing it and it's not like it's going to make your boob shrimp shrink at all like a lot of times if you're losing body fat you know you'll be using losing fat like overall and you might lose it in that area but that's pretty much my understanding yeah like it's a funny story but i actually when i started working out you know i didn't even want to train my chest because i'm like why would i want you know like why would i want that look like i don't want boobs you know like that's not what i'm trying to do so i only trained back and shoulders you know it's like the dumbest thing ever and now like having a big chest something i really pride myself on and you know having a big chest as a man is very different than having a big chest as a woman they're two completely different things right and like a lot of that's going to come down to genetics but um in the sense especially with women in their chest training more than anything i don't care for them to have a super swole chest or a really insane bench or anything like that unless it's a goal if you're somebody who really doesn't care about that area you don't have to put as much attention as a male does because you know for a guy it's kind of like a fun pride muscle it's like a bicep it's not the most purposeful but it's fun to kind of blow it up and have it look really big and confident but as a woman more than anything my number one thing is like are you able to do a push-up like if you fall down can you push yourself off the ground can you support your own body weight like so i'll really usually focus in on a lot of push-ups you know really practical things you know a little bit of dumbbell press toning up the area some light flies um especially things like that will help kind of more the insertion point you know closer to the shoulder and will kind of just help everything be tight there so you won't have that kind of weird you know hanging fat but it shouldn't actually affect you know everything that's going on there because most of that would be fat anyways and it's just the way it's kind of circulated and if anything you're just toning and tightening i'll probably just have them do a third of the volume a male will do it's not to say you can't if that's something you want to go for you can once again you don't have testosterone it's not going to respond the same way i really wouldn't be fearful of it at all um but you know if you're super worried um you know you can't go wrong with push-ups some like dumbbell presses a couple flies i think that's just a great way uh, to go about that training tightening up that area you know keeping some of the volume in um but at the same time too because you do have breasts right like you do want to continue to work your back quite a lot like obviously for me i don't have that pulling me forward and that's why especially women larger right you can get a lot of back pain so that's why you want to be hyper aware especially if that's something you have to really build your back really push that back volume and really stay as dense as you can there um, and even the same with guys like if you're really pinning a lot of chest you need to do rear delts to even it out right you see a lot of guys especially are hunched forward and this can go for girls too if you're someone who's blasting chest or you're a big bencher and you know even as female you love to bench you know make sure you're doing those rear delts to pull you back and have yourself postured and balanced uh, that's a lot of that's a big factor a lot of people can overlook yeah like pushing is a primal movement and it's absolutely needed like every single day you're going to need that strength just for different movements like Josh said like pushing yourself up off the floor if you fall like whatever it is obviously the main difference like if a guy comes in and wants to hit chest like you're going to be doing like heavy barbell presses like incline dumbbell and then into some flies into some pullovers into whatever but like for the woman you might just like take one or two exercises like the push-up and the close grip 
dumbbell press or something like that. But if you want to check out like our one of our um, other podcasts, it's um, about like the best workout split for women. It's episode one nineteen. It's a mailbox Monday. We talk about that. You know, Josh already like explained it, but we kind of go into a bit more depth of like you know the way we prefer to specifically create a routine for a woman. And uh, yeah, that's a, that was a great question though. It's uh, we've never addressed it on this podcast, so that's good. That's awesome. What's next? Um, so this is from my boy Eric. He said, I know drinking water is good, but how much water is too much? Is it dangerous? I know too much of anything is usually bad. Oh, I love this question. This guy read my mind. Yeah. Um, I actually asked this question myself once. Like I have, uh, I'm curious. You know, I don't know the answer of that. So I'd like to, I want to, well, hear I have, um, a nutritionist in my, um, my family here. So I asked, uh, them, okay. you know, what her opinion was towards that. Obviously, you know, you know, I was curious, right. And I did a little research cause I drink a lot of water yeah. to a fault, which is funny, you know, like you would normally say, hey, drink as much as you can. And don't get me wrong, I still think it's better to drink more than less. Um, but the downside with drinking more essentially is if you overhydrate yourself, you're kind of depleting your body of that sodium, potassium and electrolytes, right? If you're overhydrating. And like Kyle said, like when you pee, if it's dead, dead white, you're probably drinking a little too much. And like for me, I just love drinking water. So I've actually been trying to drink less water as silly as it sounds because, you know, I probably do drink about 10, 11 liters a day, That's insane. Uh, which is a little ridiculous, but it's something I enjoy to do. <laughs> wow. Like I wake up in the morning, I'll have a clean canteen. It's about a liter, right? Um, yeah, it's close to a liter. Yeah. It's about a liter. Um, I'll have one of those usually have another half. So one and a half, you know, I'll go train then I'll have about a liter, you know, of water, maybe two liters with my workout. So that already puts me to like what? 2.5, you know, and then I'll have a Starbucks, two venti ice waters, you know, 4.5. Then at home, I'll probably have three or four more. Wow. Take one when I'm training someone. So for me, like, that's why I was curious. And now I've actually been better. I've been trying to curtail that a little bit, you know, try to stay within more reason. And once again, like Kyle's guideline, like he said, you know, when you pee, it shouldn't be dead white. You should have some degree of color, but it should absolutely not be yellow, right? Like, that's probably the best way you can self-regulate and just be smart about it. Um, but more than anything, if you're someone who doesn't drink enough, just keep it by you. Keep drinking. Um, I doubt you'll fall into my habit. I just guzzle water. Like yeah. anytime I go to a restaurant, you know, the server will make fun of me and be like, what the heck? I just am sore. I'm a camel. Like yeah. it's just because it's been so ingrained in me that it's so healthy. And like, that's the thing too. Like your healthy things can be vices. Like if you're someone who's so obsessed with logging that, you know, you're scared to eat somewhere because you can't weigh it in like that's going to be a negative right like too much good of any or too much of anything is not good right same with working out like if you're working out six hours a day you might want to revisit that unless you know you're a top visit top tier athlete like it's always good to self-analyze and even you know the things that we think are great we do want to be realistic with you know don't use as an excuse you know a lot of people even um i've had clients who said oh my family said this and this negative thing about me because i'm working out like but at the end of the day like that's just their insecurity coming through you know them saying oh you're working out too much or you're too focused on your food you got to let go like you know a lot of times too people will just be in their insecurities because you doing it if they can make that abnormal and unhealthy it justifies them not doing it and it makes you the problem not their personal lack of dedication to actually self-improvement so once again take that with a grain of salt you want to balance it even my silly water thing um you know i'd rather drink more than less but you do want to be careful because you know obviously potassium sodium and electrolytes are very important to the body so you don't want to overhydrate. Uh, but that is very hard to do and i'm a big person anyways you know i'd probably say about you know 
five to eight liters is probably more reasonable for me on the really high end. And of course I do work out very hard, so that will account for a lot of it. And I pretty much sauna, you know, probably every other day a good amount. So there's more, there's more that goes into it than you think. And then of course do the more diuretics you have, the more water you'll need. Like if you're having a lot of caffeine, a lot of, um, you know, those things, those actually are going to have you, you know, excrete more. And then you're going to kind of need to rehydrate from that. So like people count caught, coffee in their water intake but if anything it should be against your water intake really so something to keep into consideration and a really fun question eric i couldn't have asked it better myself i actually got asked this the other day and i wanted to expand because you just started talking about it um you know if you're drinking smoothies and you add water in the smoothie i'm gonna go get my water real quick yeah go for it um this is i actually wasn't sure i'd like to to know josh's input so i'm gonna ask him one second he's just getting his water um if you were to like just yeah obviously you put water in your smoothies in like what else i don't know aside from coffee what else you'd put it in but yeah would you yeah. say now he's in my my microphone would you would you log jw that? and Carl's would you uh would you count that as uh i mean it's water right like it's it's, it's being put in smoothies like i'm trying oh. to remember what else I mean, I don't know. Like, once again, I'm not a huge fan of drinking water. I, I love the rule of just drink a gallon a day. Yeah. Like, if you're someone who struggles so much, just take that gallon, carry it around with you, and finish it by the end That's of the day. That's probably why those bros like to hold those gallons. Yeah, jugs. I mean, honestly, I'm okay with it for that point. You know, as long as you're, like, at least getting enough. If Being dehydrated is the worst, right? Yeah. So that's what's important. It's like, definitely better to have more than less, that's for sure. Exactly. But I know so many people that never drink water. Like, the best thing you can do is just have it near you, sip on it. You know, if your mouth's dry get a little bit of that going like that's going to go a long way but yeah, yeah I, I would count that right like yeah, why would you notice and a huge shout out to my client victoria because she just sent me a, a video a midweek video check-in yesterday and said something about how much like water she's been having and like it said that she has like a really nice water bottle and uh i don't know it's like it's one it's of worth those it. it's one of those weird things that josh like um probably about two years ago it's talking to me about his clean canteens but it was probably like four years ago by now Maybe four years and that, it's been a while we've had it's this just sucker. like it's a weird thing that like, you know, it's a 40 or $50 water bottle, but it's just like, it's like my pride, you know, like I, if I don't have it near me, I feel so weird. I feel like, like, I'm like, I can't even function. I'm like, I'm not even the same person anymore. Like I have to go try to find a, a cup of water and just, I'm like, what, like, how do I even live anymore? But I uh, no, like, it's just been so nice. Like, and then my sister got me like a swell water bottle. It's kind of cool. But if you have a nice one, like also you're going to drink it more. You're going to keep it more. Like if you have like a plastic crappy one that like every time, like I drop this probably once a day and like it, if I had any other bottle, it would it'd break. So yeah, just like invest in a nice water bottle. Um, and uh, I think you'll definitely be able to drink more. It's one of the best, biggest health hacks you can do for your life every single day. Yeah. And I really want to hit that home. Like as dumb as that sounds, you know how obsessed he is with his water bottle. I'm even worse probably like this water bottle. Like if you ask me like what my top three prize possessions are. Like, this is probably one of them, and it's the dumbest thing, but it, it's just such a good water bottle, and I had a really bad habit in school. I'd run over to um, Shoppers Drug Mark, uh, I guess like your CVS pharmacy equivalent here, um, and I'd buy this liter of water for a $1.20, 1.5 liters, big plastic bottle, and like, you know, and of course, for environmental concerns, it's horrible. You know, obviously, plastic can seep into water to some degree. I mean, I wouldn't get too far down that rabbit hole, but, you know, there is that negative. I'm spending money. Like, there's just so many negatives, so to get such a good water bottle... I'm like, whoa, you know, like just feels right. It keeps the water cold. That's when I think either got, I think I encourage you to get one. I don't think I got you one. I don't know, but it, it was the best. So like, like if you're, but bro, I'm not spending 40 bucks for a that's water the bottle. Thing. Like, yeah, you're then, like, it's not worth, but you have it for like five years. And then I would get like, like $15 dang. ones from like GNC. And then like, yeah. I'm, I'm clumsy. I mean, if you guys haven't heard us, like I'll, I'll probably break probably everything that I own <laughs> and drop everything. And like, 
one day in, I dropped like that $15 bottle, like the crappy GNC ones or whatever. And I'm like, well, now I have to buy another one, but this one holds up and uh, it's just, it also looks nice. It's like, when you look at it, you're like, wow, I want to drink from that. Yeah, um, it's I mean, kind of weird. I'm encouraged so many, and it, it really is worth every penny. Like, and another good recommendation is I'd make it a point to have a water bottle that you will not put supplements in. Like this water bottle has been special, I think, because all my shakers and every other thing else, I'll put my supplements on them and it just makes it taste weird and the taste kind of stays around and it's not ideal. So that's something I've tried to do is just have a water bottle purely for water and enjoy that there so there's no weird taste to it. Um, but if you're someone who struggles, you know, obviously Yeti is amazing. Clean Canteen's great. Whichever one you said you have Swell. there. Um, Swell is good. What's the other one with the eyes? I see everyone have these days. I don't know, whatever. Go get something fun, treat yourself, stay uh, fit, healthy, and happy. What's next? Last, uh, well, not last, but we have another question. I'm we'll make it last. Let's end it with this one. It better some, be a good some, one. I'm looking at some oil right now. It's in front of me. We've got some extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> oh, yeah, oil. there you go. Perfect. Kyle's, and Kyle's sitting in the kitchen right in front got, of all my oils. We've what got are we some working organic with? virgin coconut Well, you got to read the question first. So, um... This is one, uh, one of my clients, Anthony, he actually just texted me. I mean, I gave him my answer, but I want to answer for everyone else. Um, do you have any alternatives to olive oil? I find it takes up a ton of my calories because I tend to need more than one serving size. So, I mean, Josh obviously has some olive oil here. Um, so one of my clients was like, man, now that he's logging, he goes, bro, everyone told me olive oil is good for me, but what the heck? He's like, normally I cook with five tablespoons of that, and that's like 400 calories. I'm yeah. like, yup. Um, you know, and it's not that it's bad. Just because something's calorically dense or has a lot of fat, like olive oil, doesn't mean it's bad for you. Olive oil has a lot of amazing properties, but, you know, if you're only working with 1,300, 1,400 cows, um, the olive oil, you know, if you're having 400 calories of it when you're cooking, it's going to be a little tougher. So to find solutions against it can go a long way. So, yeah, what do I have there? Yeah, so you have... Um Regular olive oil. And then I have a fun fact. So the buddy Liam that I'll be competing against. Liam. Uh, when he was bulking in high school, I think. It was him. He used to chug olive oil to get some extra calories. Oh, in. that was me, man. That was you. That was me. What did he do then? I was the best. Liam stunk. Liam never never got as heavy as me, man. That guy got like to maybe like 190. He was a twig, but... Man, I did it some nasty bulking. I would do everything. Like it you know, and even to this day I think my brother still puts it in his smoothies and stuff. Like oh, wow. you don't... can kinda of shove stuff in there if you want some quick cows, but a couple of teaspoons of that and you're laughing. Like if you need quick fats, it goes down nice and like the density of it isn't as bad as like you know, yeah, you're eating like, a ton of almonds, right? Like that's going to fill you more than the olive oil. So if you really want to bulk, once again, I don't know why you need to bulk this hard. You know, even hard gainers, there's better ways to go about it. But this was me just trying to be a meathead and get as big as I could. Yeah, even when I did 5,000 calories a day last year to bulk, I was just having a pizza a day. But I'm honestly, looking back, I should have probably just done that because it's definitely a lot cheaper too. Um, but yeah, so you've got some coconut oil. I but know I, I have an olive oil challenge that no one's taken me up on. So olive oil actually, I think is to a degree a diuretic. So I've said, if any one of my buddies will chug one liter of olive oil, I'll give them a hundred bucks. But, uh, I almost got one to do it, but no one else. What do you say, Kyle? So like chug as in like, like, do you have to just finish it or it doesn't have to be in one You just have to one finish go. it in one sitting. You just have to finish in one sitting. But just know you'll be on the toilet for hours. <laughs> Let me see, 120 calories. It be, it'd be painful. I think it's, it's like two, 3,000 cal calories of olive oil, I think it was. For 100 bucks. <laughs> Man, some of the things we did for YouTube, even our calorie challenge oh, yeah. days, I look back, I'm like, we made zero. I mean, not that that was the, the point. I'm like, Crazy we spent hundreds of dollars to make ourselves feel like crap. 
Oh, the 15,000 calorie challenge. If you want to watch a funny video, watch 15,000 calorie challenge, class fitness, and watch a struggle. That was a lot of food. Like, just think of how much, like that's more than most people will eat in a week, some two weeks. Like that was a crazy experience. But yeah, anyways, so if you're someone who uses a lot of olive oil in your cooking, you know, just try cutting in half, see if it really damages your taste profile. I don't think it'll be bad. Um, You know, in terms of salad dressings, you can get a lot of other options to olive oil and balsamic vinaigrette. Like you can find other things, you know, instead of just using those two um you know coconut oil is another fun one i find it adds a little bit of sweetness to what you're cooking with so i'll kind of alternate between the two and don't get me wrong i'll use it um, but i think the best solution of all especially if you're using it you know especially with your meats and stuff on a pan invest in a really really good pan if you spend the money on a nice pan and non-stick um, you don't even really need anything effectively so if you have minimal calories and you don't want to put that in there that's probably your number one best option you know you can just put a little water if you want like i got these really nice willing um pans I think they're like two men's willing and they're insane. Like I never have to use it if I don't want to. Sometimes I'll just use it for taste profiling. Um, but that's been kind of my favorite. You know, there's always like the PAMs and stuff. Uh, so if you're really looking to save calories, those are a couple solutions. I've been using the PAM stuff for like years and I just... Oh, I gave Kyle my PAM. Yeah, he gave me one of them and I've just had them always. I don't know. For some reason, I just, you know, even if I'm kind of maintaining, I just don't like using two to 300 calories for like olive oil or whatever it comes to. I just would rather like have an extra couple pieces of bacon or like whatever it is or, or, or a couple extra eggs. Um, so and that's just solutions kind of, even like I used to always put on my chicken, but now I just use shake and bake. Like yeah. I don't even use anything else. Shake and bake alone tastes amazing. Like whatever. Yeah. Um, and then though the truthfully though, this is where I feel like a lot of people struggle. And like, we always say if you're like loot, like aiming to lose weight, being a deficit, like log literally everything, like the oils, like you go out to get a chicken shawarma, like we're logging a minimum 160 calories of oil just to like, um, account for how much oil is like on those like the, on the chicken and the beef and stuff like that and like we say everything like you know you put coffee uh, cream in your coffee log it like ketchup here like you have to really count and that's where I find a lot of people say they're eating less than they are or like think they are and then they're just not counting like all those other things that add up and you've heard us talk about it but it's something to think about for everyone all right thank you so much everyone for listening so we have some sad news you're well, ready? we're at like, what, 90? I mean... Well, okay. So we still... set a goal of 100 reviews. It was a very aggressive goal. You know, we were looking to get like 40 reviews or so, you know, by the end of February. It is now March, you know, the start of March. We're a little sad, but we're just a little shy. Um, but thank you to everyone who did do it. You know, we almost did it. And to us, we'd rather set a really high goal and fall short of it um, than the opposite, right? Like, that's what we kind of wanted to do. So, you know, we got really close. We got to, I think, 97 or 98. Like, it was insane reviews, but uh, just 93 ratings, which is pretty awesome. Um, but we were almost there. We were right there. It was so close. But our, we still want to do the 100. So if you just want to help us out, you know, we really only need seven more um, ratings with uh, descriptions. You know, that's all we kind of ask from this episode. It would mean a lot. Um, and we got some really fun um, comments here, uh, you know, from everyone, which is hilarious. You know, a couple more amazing reviews from everyone and that just means the world so everyone who's done that is so great and you know even hearing reviews like i've lost 50 pounds last year and just listening to them has helped me gain so much knowledge motivation and positivity whenever i feel unmotivated or sad listen to their podcast gives me that motivation they're honestly my favorite podcast you know things like that it just means a lot to us and to have that out there and recommend it to other people goes a long way so how can they leave a review kyle just head over. You can either search into Google how to leave a podcast review or just go to your iTunes app. You know, don't want to make you guys feel guilty, but I've had quite a few people literally just download Listen, that app. Right here. 
Comment, entertaining host with great fitness and health-related content from DD Chastity. I downloaded my iTunes app just to write a review for this podcast because the world needs to know how awesome this podcast is. Wow. Who is that from? DD Chastity. I love you, DD Chastity, whoever you are. <laughs> there we go. We got so many amazing, like, just great, the comments. Even someone, even this, you know, means a lot. They just did a star emoji, five stars five star emojis you know that means the world like you know even i know you're probably busy you don't want to do a big write-up that's cool you know we appreciate you doing that down that was viz Eronia. and alanac always entertained to listen to you guys while educating myself on so many different aspects of healthy living you guys keep me motivated while getting a pretty good laugh and then they put in brackets period pro keep it up <laughs> so like yeah if you could you know make our day push us over that 100 that'll be awesome that was a big aggressive goal and we essentially did it you know we we're right about there but we're not going to beat ourselves up we know we're going to get it by the time the thursday episode comes out we just need your help so just go ahead and download the podcast app on your you know computer your apple device you know ipad or phone just go to the podcasting app search fit healthy happy go to reviews go ahead click five stars leave a review make our day thank you so much for listening we'll see you in the next one peace